Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I'm Aaron Loomis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is June Liu from the Box Press Studio and from the Pastine Studio, John McTavish. How you guys doing? Not bad. Good man. Power to the boutiques. You know what I'm saying? Power to the boutiques. Right. All right. So today we are talking about the black label trading company, La Madonna Negra Rothschild. Uh, cigars four and a half by 48. Comes out of the Fabrica Oveja Negra factory in Nicaragua. Uh, wrappers Connecticut Broadly, Finders Ecuadorian Habano, and the filters from Nicaragua and Pennsylvania. It is blended by James Brown. Price point is $11, and the cigar was released in June of 2023. So with all that out of the way, June, what was your overall experience like with this cigar? Um, I thought it was... I like the first third, but overall it was average. Um, this was kind of a head scratcher for me because usually black label has for me anyways it's a it's a bit stronger and they do a really good job of uh like when it comes to flavor like there's a there's a uh density and fullness to the flavors i think james does a really good job on a lot of his cigars but for some reason i thought this was quite the opposite what i thought it was medium strength uh flavor wise you know, especially for broadleaf, I didn't think it was really dense in flavor. Um, I got, you know, I got, you know, the typical like chocolate, uh, baking spice, uh, which is, which I associate with a good broadleaf, but it just wasn't very full in those flavors. Um, a lot more surprising subtleties for me. All right, John, what were your thoughts? Well, no surprises, resident Black Label Trading Company fanboy. I really like this cigar. Um, And I will say it's interesting because, you know, James Brown has blended a range of profiles from sort of, I want to say light because he's never really done light, but like medium minus to full. And it's interesting because they sort of opted to go for the anniversary cigar in, in sort of a more restrained medium profile, which I appreciated. Um, maybe it's not sort of in, in keeping with how they do a lot of their black label stuff, but at any rate, um, so when, when I started the first third, I, I got like a really subdued, creamy, sweet tobacco, mild black pepper and earth. Uh, and I was very surprised at how soft it was to start out with. And then it got a little bit of chili pepper, uh, at medium full at once it sort of got established. And then there was sort of some wood nuttiness underneath that. And then uh, floral sweetness in the center of the profile, sort of moving towards the halfway point, uh, chocolate graham cracker. Um, so I found those sort of supporting flavors to be pretty intense and it, it wasn't sort of really spice forward, which is nice. And then second, third was kind of carried by creamy tobacco and earth, uh, dark fruit, like a dark stone fruit center, a um, little bit of dryness to offset that sweetness, chocolate, uh, you know, good second, third, and then last third, uh, which is always a, you know, bit of a crapshoot on everything. Um, creamy tobacco and earth, and then a little bit of minerality, which faded and got replaced with, uh, just sort of a really nice tobacco and earth combination. Um, had a bit of a resistant draw, like very, very minor. So I had to dock it, uh, for that. Very good. And then, uh, burn of course was perfect, which, you know, no surprise. And I will say the, the curious thing about the draw is that like the draw is technically what I would want on a smaller ring gauge, which by the way is a true Rothschild, which I appreciate. Um, but you know, we don't really or at least I don't really score from cigar to cigar. It's like one draw for all cigars. So uh, by the sort of normal standard, this is resistant, but I would call that technically correct. So anyways, all that to say, I really like this cigar. This is good. Uh, 
we'll talk more after. Aaron, what about you? Yeah, for me, this cigar started with dry toasted cedar, light earth, and a faint floral note. Uh, got a light pep, black pepper that joined in pretty quickly. Uh, second, third, saw a menthol note join the profile. Um, and um, I thought I thought the cigar had a nice start. Uh, it had an interesting flavor combination. But by that second, third, it kind of lost its novelty for me. Um, kind of average the rest of the way. Um, as June had mentioned, very different flavor delivery um, than uh, based on my experience with the brand. Um, and I, while I liked how it started, um, it just didn't kind of build on that profile to kind of maintain, uh, you know, a, an enjoyable level kind of throughout. But um, I would be interested in trying another Vitola uh, for this line because this one was kind of seemed like it was over pretty quick. Um, and that's typically what you get out of a Rothschild unless it's a really slow burner. But um, I would like to try a, a longer uh, Vitola for this line to get a see if I could spend a bit more time with it, get a better feel for it. Um, since uh, since it was kind of so much different than I think that uh, from most of the other uh, lines from the brand. So, uh, all right, let's get into the scores. We are going to start out with John at seven point oh two. Uh, June gave it a six point one. Uh, Seth wasn't able to join us tonight. Gave it a five point nine five. I gave it a five point eight. So, John, how that seven point oh two matchup for you? That matched up well. I think if you're a fan of pretty much what black label does i think you'll be a fan of this and if you're generally not a fan of black label then you'll probably be more in line with everybody else but that score matches up well all right june 6.1 uh six one makes sense to me um i I like the first third uh lighter two thirds not so much um in a really good constructed cigar so yeah six one sounds fitting yeah, my 4.8 matches up well. I mean, it was an above average flavor profile. I had some issues with the burn. Uh, Scar went out twice on me, so that was a bit of a bummer. So kind of knocked it down uh, below that six mark. Otherwise, that'd be kind of right there along with June. Um, I, I like the difference in the flavor profile from the, you know, from kind of what the brand has typically brought. I just did, didn't feel like I got enough uh, time to really, I guess, decipher it uh, in the short Vitola and then with the burn issues kind of kind of took that down a notch as well. So I need to revisit it in a different size, I think, and just kind of get a feel, a better feel for it. So Corona, uh, I feel like is. Yeah, but it's, it's interesting because they typically the Corona Gorda or Corona Larga that they use for black label is a, uh, you know, a, a nice size, but they, I think for the Corona Gorda name for this, it's like, it's like a five and a half, five fifty or something like that. It's just like a mm. kind of reduced to an extra size. So it's a, like that they have, there's a lot of weird, like, weird sizes for this line. So it's like nothing, nothing traditional that they do. With so I got to fly down to SLE and have a conversation about like the naming council and how like, I'm so disappointed. And yeah, th- yeah. this one's a weird one for them. Like, cause they, they, they have some pretty standard Vitolas that they use and these are all different than what they typically use. But uh, I guess it's fun. It's just, um, I've been struggling lately with shorter cigars. I think just like not being able to like really get into a groove with them just based on like once you get started and stuff like that. But in the past has been like short cigars have been like the better cigars because like they, yeah. ne- they don't really have that much time to fall off. So they just kind of give you a good ride for most of the majority of it. So I think it's, I think um, it's sorry. yeah, go ahead. I think it's tough for a cigar to develop under five inches, you know, like, like I yep. think with a thinner ring gauge, yes, but I think less than five, I, I feel like it just, you know, it's like a, it's like a um, car race. Like a car just doesn't have enough to get into the higher gears to, you know, that's yeah. a terrible car analogy, but that's all I got. It's okay. Uh, I mean, that's why I've really kind of fallen out of favor with smoking the firecrackers. 
Yeah. Just because that three and a half inches is like, I'm like, you come on, even, man. Yeah. yeah. You get, just get it warmed up. You're already halfway through it. And then you get a couple draws and you're already like burning your fingers kind of thing on it. So it's just like, that's interesting, right? Cause like as cigar smokers, we want to, we want to take the time and enjoy, right? Yeah. So we want to sit there for like, I would say what on average for the most part, if it's good weather, right? Like even if it's shit weather, I'd rather not smoke anyways. But um, like, I, I want to sp- spend at least like 45 minutes to an hour, just chill and right. Yeah. And let it slowly burn. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, for, I think for most of us, that's not even, that's way less than we normally spend with a cigar anyway, even a Robusto. Yeah. Like if you're smoking a Robusto in 45 minutes, it's probably, you're going way too fast to it. No. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I get, I think, I think most smokers smoke fast, so they would probably feel that that's the right time frame, but okay. All right. Wherever you're catching this video, be sure to like and subscribe, but check out the full written review on the website, developingpalace.com. You can follow us on all the social media channels and you catch all of our review recaps on podcasts, so iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch you on the next one. La Madonna. <laughs>